Hello, thank you for being here today, and ask you to go ahead and get your Bible or your phone or your tablet, and turn with me back uh, to the 37th Psalm. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, the remainder of that psalm over the next few days, and uh, David has been explaining to us uh, how we respond when we see the wicked suffer and the righteous uh, or the wicked prosper uh, and the righteous suffer and he has uh, really put it in a, a one simple term that we are just simply uh, to trust God uh, that God uh, is not making a mistake that God is aware uh, of, uh, of, of what's going on in our life and he uh, will eventually uh, take care of uh, the wicked and the righteous, that the wicked will eventually be uh, punished and the righteous will eventually be blessed. And now we enter into a section that um, I'm going to use the phrase closing argument, like you'd see on a uh, Perry Mason or a Matlock in a law case. He's laid out his reasons why we should uh, trust the Lord. And now it's uh, kind of his closing argument uh, of, uh, of um, now that he's listed all these truths and now that he's told us uh, about how God will uh, judge the wicked, uh, he, he lays out for us uh, a, a, an important argument. He's going to, uh, in, the, in these closing verses, he's going to talk about and remind us uh, kind of, if I was covering this all at one time, David says, trust the Lord, and this is why. Uh, because God will judge the wicked, and he will bless the righteous uh, eventually. Therefore, because of that, now he's going to begin to lay out some things. And, and what uh, he's really going to, kind of the, the theme of what he's going to say for the rest of this passage is in light of that, uh, the righteous man needs to continue to be righteous. Uh, you need to continue to do, uh, to live by the word of God. Don't be tempted uh, to go off and do evil because it seems like uh, evil is blessed. Uh, because again, the day is coming when evil uh, will be uh, will be judged, and sometimes uh, it is tempting. Uh, we see again the wicked seeming to um, to. To use the phrase get away with murder and sometimes literally uh, but they seem to, to do whatever they choose and they continue to be blessed and we have that uh, battle uh, Satan uh, is drawing Satan is constantly uh, poking and prodding and kind of saying look look you know uh, come over to my side and you know and all you know uh, kind of like you did with Jesus if you'll you know if you'll jump if you'll bow you know that, those temptations you, you come on over to my side um, but he doesn't uh, reveal or talk about the consequences uh, of that decision. Uh, and so that's kind of David's, uh, going to be David's closing argument here is, uh, yes, I mean, he acknowledges and that, that sometimes the wicked do prosper and sometimes the righteous do suffer, but don't let that draw you away uh, from serving God. And so picking up uh, in verse 27, we begin to see uh, his point as he says, 
depart from evil and do good and dwell uh, forevermore. Uh, and so he's reminding us here uh, that sin uh, has temporary pleasure. Any, anyone, uh, some sin certainly is painful, but uh, many times sin uh, can be enjoyable. It does look in, in, enticing. It does look favorable. Uh, but David is reminding us, uh, again, that that enjoyment is, is brief. Uh, so do good uh, and dwell forevermore. Um, what David is, uh, I think, reminding us of in particular, um, again, is that this life is not all there is to it. Uh, yes, the wicked may be prospering right now, but if you believe what the Word of God says, uh, the day will come uh, when the, the wicked man, even though he he may have, uh, to use the, the words from uh, the rich man and Lazarus, he fared sumptuously, uh, but the day will come when he will be judged. Uh, and so David is reminding us uh, that uh, we will live forever uh, and that we have been given, he says, here, dwell forevermore, that we have uh, eternal life. And so the believer uh, has the joy of the abundant life of Jesus Christ, the peace uh, that passes all understanding. Uh, and at death, uh, we are uh, in the presence of God. Again, the, the story of uh, the rich man and Lazarus in the book of Luke is such a great uh, illustration of the truth uh, of this psalm. The rich man, uh, it says, had everything he wanted. Uh, he had food, he had uh, the palate, he had everything. Uh, but eventually, it says, they both died. Uh, you know, Lazarus laid at the gate and let the dogs lick his sores and begged for bread. The rich man had it all, but they both died. Uh, and then we see... The day comes when the rich man uh, is in hell. He is in torment, suffering, uh, begging for a drop of water uh, off the tip of a finger uh, while Lazarus uh, is uh, resting in uh, the joy, the blessings uh, of God. And so David uh, reminds us here that, uh, that, yeah, you could go off and pursue evil uh, and uh, be blessed and, or, and have a lot of fun maybe, uh, but eventually, uh, as uh, we, uh, we say, you have to pay the piper. Uh, and so David uh, says, uh, depart from evil. Don't do it. Continue uh, to do good because you're going to live forever. Uh, so you, you gotta, again, you're not just talking about 60 or 70, 80 years here on this earth. You're talking about, uh, living forever, uh, for the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein, uh, forever. Uh, and so we have this uh, statement about our inheritance again. The, 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 the righteous uh, will be blessed. Um, he says they will be. They shall inherit the land uh, and dwell therein uh, forever. Uh, and so we have that uh, assurance. Again, verse 28, he says the saints, they're preserved forever. Uh, and so David here uh, again is reminding us that uh, we shouldn't 
abandon doing righteousness because God will not abandon us. And, uh, and, and that the, the unjust, um, as they're described here, uh, the wicked, they will be cut off. They will uh, be punished and uh, that we are kept uh, that we are kept uh, safe in the hands of God. The wicked may uh, prosper now. They may have uh, all the, the finest things in the world, but the day comes, he says, uh, when they will be cut off. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh uh, of judgment. Uh, in verse uh, verse 30 and so he's uh, again reminding us that uh, that we know uh, right from wrong we teach uh, the the right from wrong we've been given uh, wisdom and so the believer is being uh, encouraged here to stay that uh, stay that path uh, don't be tempted don't be enticed uh, lured uh, over uh, to do uh, to do to the to do wickedness, thinking that the wicked prosper, um, and, and this may be a, a poor analogy, but um, and, and I don't mean to uh, slight everyone in, in this profession, but I think about um, the, the 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 midway games and, and carnivals and fairs. Uh, and, and those games, and, and the guy standing there trying to get you to play, uh, man, he makes it look so easy, uh, throwing that ring or throwing that ball or whatever it is. He makes it look so easy, uh, like a child could do it. And you start peeling out dollar bills after dollar bills to play that game, and you, you always just get close enough. Uh, that's kind of the way Satan does. Uh, he, he makes it look so good, so enticing. Uh, but uh, God reminds us here uh, that we have wisdom, we have the knowledge uh, of God, uh, that he guides us uh, in, in our steps, and he says the law of God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. We know uh, right from wrong. We know uh, what we are supposed to do. The Holy Spirit lives in the believer and uh, convicts and guides uh, his steps. The law again. He says the law of God is is in his uh, in his heart. And then he uh, finishes up with these two verses in this section. The wicked watches the righteous and seeketh to slay him, but the Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him. Um, <coughs> excuse me, when he is judged. Uh, and so and he says it again here. Uh, what I what I've said previously, uh, it's bad enough to see the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer, uh, but it's even worse to see that the reason that the righteous often suffer is because of the wicked. But God, uh, David comforts us here and reminds us uh, that um, even though the wicked may intend to slay the righteous, the Lord will not leave him uh, in his hand nor condemn him uh, when he is judged. We are, uh, here as we think about this, what, what David is simply saying is, yeah, uh, the righteous are sometimes persecuted, many times persecuted, oftentimes uh, persecuted, but we're called on and we're challenged as believers to look beyond the current situation and the current circumstances and look to the future uh, of what God has promised uh, his people. As we go 
through this world as we go through life uh, many times. It's tempting. Again, again, we do. We do. I mean, I, I do. You do. We see the wicked seeming to prosper and seeming to get uh, have their way, and it's tempting. Uh, you know, we, you know, old sayings like if you can't beat them, join them. Uh, it's tempting uh, to go and to follow and to, uh, to, to go off uh, of the way of righteousness and go uh, and, and live a wicked life. And many have chosen to do that uh, over the years. They have walked away from uh, and began to, to go into evil and to sin. Um, and, you know, we're constantly being, uh, being tempted and baited, whether it's uh, on television or our friends, uh, supposed friends who, who are trying to lure us and uh, get us to, to walk away. Uh, and it's at that time that David says, listen, we have the wisdom of God in our heart. Uh, we have uh, knowledge uh, of a better way. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's a rough way. Uh, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's hard, uh, but the good news, uh, according to the Word of God, is that rough way, that hard way, uh, always ends uh, with a better result. It always ends uh, with the blessings of God, and we have that uh, that encouragement that through the power of the Spirit, the knowledge of the Word uh, that He has put in our hearts, uh, we can. Uh, live above uh, the fray. We can live above uh, the sinful uh, ways of this world. We don't have to stoop down uh, to that level. And so uh, this morning, uh, I encourage you uh, to uh, just to, to recommit yourself, uh, set yourself on that path of, uh, of righteousness, of obedience. Um, and, and again, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you'll be kicked. Sometimes you'll be rejected. Uh, but ultimately, David reminds us uh, that we will be rewarded. We will be blessed uh, for having stayed true uh, and followed uh, the Word of God and been obedient uh, to His commandments. All right, I hope that uh, helps you get through the day, uh, deal with uh, the battles and uh, uh, the struggles of life uh, that come and often the temptation uh, to go astray and to uh, live like the rest of the world. All right, hope to see you in church tomorrow. Remember, Sunday attendance is a Saturday decision. If you don't have a church home, you don't have a place uh, to, uh, to worship, a faith family, a faith community, we'd love to have you join us at Poplar Grove Baptist Church, uh, 3476 Poplar Tent Road. Uh, we're located just up the hill uh, from the uh, Fry Skating Rink and Bowling Alley uh, near the old, uh, it's gone now, the old Poplar Tent Fire Department right in that area, meeting out in our Family Life Building where there's plenty of room for uh, for social distancing. Uh, love to have you, but if you got a church home, uh, you be there, support your church, uh, and worship the Lord. All right, have a great weekend.